This episode is brought to you by Patreon, specifically the Comic Pop Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash comic pop and find out more about how you can keep the lights on here at Comic Pop. And don't worry, we've got plenty of fun rewards, including early access to videos and weekly updates about what's happening here at the studio. That's patreon.com slash comic pop. All right, let's get on with the show now. Sweeping down upon the underworld to smash gangland comes the friend of the unfortunate, enemy of criminals. A mysterious, all-powerful character, a problem to the police, but a crusade of the law. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elseworlds Exchange. I am Sal. And I'm Joel. Today's topic is going to be on conventions, and more specifically, the con do's and don'ts, the, the etiquette of cons, mm. if you will, uh, because it is con season, and uh, mm-hmm. both Baltimore and New York are coming up literally side by side, right on the eve or the finale of the Keystone Comic-Con, which both Joel and I were in attendance for. Uh, I can a blast. I think we can safely say the con season has struck. Boy, has it ever. I, I will be my, having my first guest spot ever at London at the end of October. That's London, Ontario, not London, England. I know people make that mistake a lot. Well, it's fair. I, I, I That is, London, Ontario is not the first London I think of. No. But, Nor will uh, it ever be. <laughs> yeah, but keep an eye out for Joel if you're going to the Ontario London Comic Con, and of course, give Joel some congratulations on hitting twenty thousand subscribers. Oh, thanks, man. That's I'm, I'm touched by that. I wanted to do a special stream, but work kept piling up, and I'm like, well, I can talk about it later. Yeah. Those, those those numbers aren't going away. No, exactly. Always... We're not going to lose with that like ten thousand subs in the next couple of days. I think you'll be okay. Ooh, is that a challenge? I bet I could lose ten thousand mm. in a day. All right, I, I won't say it like that. Uh, I'm not without, not for lack of trying. We'll put it that. <laughs> But uh, before we begin, uh, let's jump into some super chats because we already got one from Cam who said, any chance for an Elseworlds exchange on Spidey PS4 once you guys both beat it? Also, I just read Spectacular Spider-Man 310 and wanted to cry. It was so good. Um, What do you say, Joel? Elseworlds on Spider-Man, I suppose? I think that's a solid idea when I was playing it last. And I'm like, man, I want to talk to Sal about this. I bet we all feel the same way. It's true. Yeah, the game has some great story and there's a lot of stuff to chat about. So I'm sure there's going to be plot- plenty of opportunity for that. I know that Tiff and I are also going to do a thing on Spider-Man PS4 when she's done with it. And if you nice. want to watch her play it, you could always go over to the Purple Channel, which YouTube doesn't like us talking about. Uh, so go over there. There's links in the description box below this video where you can find it, uh, but also the lovely and talented Danielle in the chat will also give you a link, maybe. Um, but that being said, uh, let's jump into it. So, Joel, what was your first con? Ooh, ooh, I'm gonna date myself here on this one. I will reveal a sad chapter in the Cape Joel existence, back before I was Cape Joel, before I had truly given myself to the one true calling that is North American comic books. Oh, I was an anime fan. My first convention was an anime convention. Anime North 2000-something. Right. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that was that was my first one. Nice, nice. Now, uh, when you went to your anime convention, was it you re- did research on it? You looked it up? You found it? You were like, I got to go to this? You worked it out, and then you went? If so, how long did you stay? Um, what was your whole What was your whole deal? Funny you should say that, actually. Anime North actually used to have, I don't know if they still do, I'm sure they don't do it anymore. They had a great working relationship with YTV, which is like a Canadian answer to Nickelodeon. They yes. would have like a block of shows and everything. They would actually have like uh, like VJs like for much music, but they were CJs. They were cartoon jockeys because that's what they shared. And they would have a whole like a whole week's full of coverage where they would do their show like live from Anime North and everything. And they really did make it seem 
like this super awesome place that existed here where I was in Toronto. I could go to it if I just went out by the airport. In fact, I think they're still out by the airport all these years <laughs> later. It's, it's the smaller convention center, and then there's the big Metro Toronto where Fan Expo is where you and I were. Right, right. Uh, I got to tell you, I think my first... My first convention was, I think, one of the auto shows. I know my buddy was a big like, gearhead, and he took me to um, at least two car shows at the Javits Center. Um, mm. And my dad took me to like an, a boat and car show at one point where I saw the Battlefield. Oh. I think we've talked about this on this show. We do. Oh, I've been to many boat shows myself. Never have I felt closer to you than, no, we share this yeah. history of boat shows. Right, just a couple of unathletic, awkward dudes going like, mm. what am I doing here? And then it's like your your dad, your man's man was like, I'm taking my boy to the boat show. Maybe he'll find some interest. And it's like, yeah. no, man, I'd rather go to the comic book store. Uh, but they did have those big chewy pretzels there. <laughs> <laughs> Five dollars? Get out of here. Get out of here. I will say, uh, my grandmother attended more Comic-Cons than I did in the early days. I uh, I remember her saying, there's going to be a comic book thing. She didn't say convention. She didn't say mm. anything. Like, she, I think she indicated that it was more like there was going to be a sale. Mm. Uh, but she had heard there was going to be a nearby comic book thing. And she asked me to make her like a grocery list of books I wanted. Um, nice. Out in Brooklyn for this like eighty year old woman to like <laughs> schlep her ass down to go to the like Brooklyn comic show or God knows where the hell it was, but uh, that's where I got my Spawn number one and my Spawn number nice. eight and my Spawn and my Shadowhawk number three and a bunch of other terrible All books. timeless classics. Yeah, that I really shouldn't have freaking asked her to get because number one, uh, you know, ancient Italian grandmother from Brooklyn doesn't <laughs> need to be looking at Spawn. Number two, uh, they probably gave her a freaking amazing deal. Oh, yeah. When my grandmother, like four feet to nothing, walks in with her like long, you know, grocery cart, and she's like, "My boy, boy wants me to get these things." <laughs> like, they, I should have been like, "Oh, Amazing Fantasy 15, uh, you know, Detective 27, you know, just mm-hmm. a couple of uh, just a couple of essentials." <laughs> Shit that would appreciate in value. <laughs> yeah, just a couple of really like key issues, maybe Amazing 300, you know, that kind of thing. But no, nothing like that. Uh, I just got like worthless Spawn comics. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that my grandma went to the first Comic Con before I did. But my first nice. show was New York Comic Con, uh, first year two thousand six. Um, I, I we went on a lark. I'd heard or I, maybe I saw like posters for it. I think I want to say that like the people who ran New York Comic Con in the first year might have been Reed. I don't recall. But uh, comic New York Comic Con had like crappy like new york is doing a thing when whenever new york whenever anybody's doing a thing whether it's a party a concert anything and it's like low-key or really really small uh there's just picture there's just posters just shitty posters plastered all over the place and we saw there was going to be a comic-con at the javits new york comic-con first year ever first year and i think they were saying like it's the first year since xyz like whenever the hell the last new york comic-con was and we were like hell we'll go so we go first day, only day. We were like, we'll go to the one day and, and screw it. Um, it was in the basement. I've told this story a thousand times. So I'll just say that like it was very different from the way New York oh, I bet. is today. Um, and I had a lot of fun. And, 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 and it, it, it ignited a fire inside me that was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that there were these, that, <laughs> that we could do these things. And uh, I've been going ever since, and I've been going to many different shows. We've been invited. We've been guests. Uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the days of maybe I'll go one day with my girlfriend who kind of maybe likes comics, I'm not sure, and my friend who hates them, <laughs> to maybe I'll have a standing room only panel at that show a couple years yeah. later. Uh, very, very, a lot happened in those, in those few years. 
It's it's a magical time for us. I again, you know, what you're describing there is almost this religious come to Mecca moment that I think all nerds have when they go to their first con. Where it's like, oh, they're all like me. It's all the things I like all right. around me. Yeah, and some of those shows are better than others. Some of those shows actually have like cool experiences, mm-hmm. really great people, uh, new stuff, things you can't find, and others are like very cookie cutter and kind of like, I don't know oh, why yeah. the hell I went all the way out here to do this. <laughs> It's true. No two cons are created equal, and I think that's a very, very important message we can get across to everyone out Unless there. Unless it's a Wizard World show. Ah, which In I've which never case, been. They're all the exact same show. Are they really? Oh yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh yeah. It's it, it's weird how like how McDonald'sized Wizard World turned convention. Like every convention looks like the same like center slash warehouse with the same vendors with the same wrestlers it's just it was very bizarre to go to like three in a row and go like okay well i don't never have to go to another one of these again that's funny because a lot of cons do have a lot of the same hallmarks there's usually the same prop weapons vendor and everything maybe not the same guy but you always get the same prop weapons vendor anime body pillows oh yeah Uh, uh people selling their own artwork no it's true Uh, So what we're doing today is we're just contextualizing a little bit about cons and about our first experiences with them, because uh, to paraphrase and muddle with a little bit of what Stan Lee has said, uh, every convention is somebody's first convention. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, and by the way, I couldn't have been more surprised by how many people we met at Keystone who were like, this is my first show. I've never been to a comic before. Uh, so we thought, hey, listen, like if you do catch the germ that we did when we first hit our cons, we were like, I need to go to these every year. Literally, New York Comic Con uh, this year will be the most bare bones version of New York Comic Con for us as a as an entity, as for Comic Pop, than ever before. Like pretty much, we're mm-hmm. gonna go back to basics, like year two, uh, because. Every resource has dried up. Every single opportunity has gone away. All the vendors we know are gone. All the booths we had were gone. Uh, you know, panels not approved. Everything just the, the whole rug was pulled out from under us when it came to that show. I'm still going every single day. But you're going more as a fan now. You're not working like uh, as you might have been. Oh, in no, I'm past. working. Like the thing is, like <laughs> I will be going as a fan and I will be attending and, and buying things and as, as, as well as any of us, because like the reality is like this is a great excuse for me to just be a little kid again. Mm. Uh, and, and that's kind of like the big secret is like, you know, yeah, I'm 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 a. I'm a guy who makes videos and makes a living and has a company and has to pay ridiculous taxes on it. But also I get to play with my friends for like for pretend and, you know, yeah, and write nice. off really, really silly things on my taxes. So like, it's just, it, it's, it's just an excuse to play. Um, and sometimes people recognize you and that makes the work uh, all worthwhile. It literally happened yesterday at the five guys, burgers and fries. Somebody from no the Zach show came up and was like, Hey man. And we were like, wow. Uh, so that was kind of neat. Uh, but, uh, uh, but here's the thing. Every every show is somebody's first. Everybody wants to know, like, what they should and shouldn't do. And it's kind of hard to really pin down what works. And so we're going to take this opportunity here today for the next 45 minutes or so to answer any major questions you might have about cons and uh, to dispel any rumors or any, like, 
and any any misconceptions you might have and hopefully guide you a little bit in in the world of convention going with some mm-hmm. Comic-Con do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. So uh, while we await those questions and while we go through a few of our own, we're also going to give you a couple of like just, just resources, boxes to tick, things that you should definitely know uh, when you're going. And so I'm going to try and break them down by, by category and Joel will just chime in. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah. just go back and forth with a couple of ideas. Yeah, yeah. But while we're compiling our list, let me jump into the super chat with a couple of acknowledgements here from Mr. Giggles. Keep up the good work. Coke Zero for life. Here, here, Giggles. Uh, Jordan, will you, ever guy, will you guys ever come to Megacon in Florida? Uh, I, you know, the problem is I don't have a great like resource in Florida. We've never been invited. Uh, Likewise. There's really, like, I don't know much about Megacon. I know that Megacon, I think, is more like Dragon Con in terms of it being not so much a Comic-Con as it is like an all-encompassing show. Which I've also never been to but always wanted to because I hear great things about that one, too. I've heard great and scary things about Dragon Con. Again, <laughs> I think Dragon Con's in Georgia. Almost went to that once and that was kind of it. Uh, but never say never. I would love to be invited because then there's an excuse for me to go as opposed to just me being like, I guess I'll try it out. And then just like wander Megacon going like, mm-hmm. does anybody need me for anything? Uh, I, I think ideally, Sal, I would like to go to every con everywhere. Maybe pressure your local con organizers to invite the Elseworlds Exchange. Seriously. There. No, I would love to hit up a couple of cons, particularly overseas. I'd love to hit Australia and whatnot. Yeah. But, uh, Harder to do. And price My, uh, 40 so buddy how- Matt just came back recently from MZM or uh, OzCon there that he spoke highly of, there which is go. also Reed, as I discovered. Re- yeah, Reed is gobbling him up, man. But I will say I like the show that Reed puts on. C2E2 is apparently an incredible show. Still yeah. into that. But uh, Keystone's a good show. It was just too bad that it was like, you know, the first one. Yeah. Uh, Pricey Yeti 40 Sal, how much do I need to donate to the Patreon for a back issues on Trouble and a Ben-hosted episode of Marvel and the evil that men do? <laughs> well, let me tell you something about the Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash compop, not only will you get a weekly update about what's happening here in the uh, the machine of comic pop, uh, you will also get early access to videos that uh, I get to finish early. Now, here's the thing. I am the apparatus of Comic Pop. I shoot them, I'm on them, I cut them. We have hour-long episodes every single week, every single day. It, it takes time. So back issues, we had a little bit of a, of a dearth in terms of backlogs. Now they're back. Uh, you can catch today's episode right now. Uh, but as far as influencing us to make shows, my ultimate goal with comic pop is to try and get it to reach as many amazing people as possible and in order to do that i'm trying to widen the net that we cast and i find that even though we could uh take donations to make like a show i know that there's another uh comic book uh i don't want to call him a youtuber because he didn't start on youtube but like a comic book (laughs) digital video creator uh who is both our predecessor i might add uh who definitely took money to make videos that no one was going to watch but him and i find that like i don't want to do that it just it just it's just a simple fact of like i only really want to talk about books that i want to talk about mm. and i think that the content will suffer if i were to like exchange money for services rendered uh so when it comes to trouble i might want to do trouble someday there might be an opportunity for me to do that but for other books, there are some things I'm just never going to want to talk about. And it's and it would be a disservice to that book for me to talk about it at length uh, right. if I didn't give a shit. Um, also, Works you'll never see that episode. So, <laughs> uh, but that being said, uh, let's jump into it. So uh, the first category that I want us to talk about, I think, is clothing. 
Yes, very important. Yeah. So, Joel, uh, when you're going to a convention or you know you're going to go, by the way, this could go for one day or all three, four days. Mm. So, uh, but but consider this and, and don't be like, oh, I did this on Thursday. I don't have to do this on Saturday every uh, single time. Oh, yeah. So here we go. Uh, when you get ready for your show, what are some what are some things you've learned about clothing that you need to mm. like hash in there every time? Oh, yeah. Uh, it starts at the feet for me. Uh, comfortable shoes are a must. You do not want to be breaking in new shoes at a con because you're going to be on your feet constantly. You're going to be walking miles in the convention center. This also means no open-toed shoes, no Crocs, no sandals. That's for your own protection because you're going to be jammed shoulder to shoulder with people. Your feet are going to get stepped on. And also, no one wants to look at your feet. <laughs> no, no one wants to smell your feet because here's the thing. If you mm. like, if, for example, New York Comic Con, you're going to have like 80,000 people crammed into one particular space. Uh, if everybody decided to go freewheeling with no shoes on, mm. the place would be uh, a biohazard. Oh, yeah. And, and like I have been at a show bumper to bumper with hundreds of people and smelled one person it's true so, I, I love you nerds you're my people but not all of you have mastered the hygiene thing you've gotten much better in the last decade yeah, that's fair Con comic con smelled way worse 10 years ago yes yeah, so we will get into hygiene but when it comes to clothing and shoes and footwear particularly always go with i think sneakers even if you're going to be going in a professional capacity if you're going to be going to like give a talk, run a panel, meet a few people, uh, glad hand or get your portfolio looked at by a professional, no one will begrudge you sneakers. Um, however, if you feel like, if you're wearing a suit and you need to wear, you know, like dress shoes, bring them with you. Bring yeah. a pair of sneakers so you can actually walk the floor. No one's going to look at somebody in a full suit and a pair of sneakers and go, what a jackass. No, because no, no, no. Th if they are, then they don't know how like how good they have it uh, in terms of footwear. Um, dovetailing off of the shoes, good socks are a must. Yes, you want woolly, you want fluffy, you want breathable because your feet are going to sweat and you're going to want to bring extra pairs. I know when I travel, I'm usually going somewhere else. A lot of times I'm going to another country for conventions. I didn't bring enough socks to the Philly trip. That's the thing. People don't think about this. I'm going for four days. I'll bring four pairs of socks. You may want to bring two or three extra pairs just to kind of cover your ass or your foot, mm. as it were. Because you're going to ruin them. I ruined ruin mine. Uh, but, uh, but I would say go with comfortable socks. I would skip dress socks entirely. Absolutely. I had to buy Overwatch socks at the show just because I needed extra pairs. And it's like, well, I can either wash them in the sink at the hotel tonight. Yeah. Or I can just buy some Overwatch socks. Well, this way I get a souvenir. So socks, please. It's true. Uh, you will walk probably four to ten miles in the span Easily. of a four-hour window. So mm -hmm. you may want to consider that mentality. Imagine if you were walking, if you want, if you parked your car at like a park, and then you walked up a, up a hill for about four hours. You would get sweaty. You would run. You you'd you would not want to go out to dinner immediately following the walk. So you think to yourself, mm -hmm. like, okay, well, what am I wearing for the for the hike? And then what yep. am I wearing after the hike? So yep. you always want to bring extra clothes. But when it comes to wearing the clothes at the show, my 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 standard, my gold standard, loose and comfy wins every single time. Yes, absolutely. Uh, without loose breathable also helps. What's that? I said breathable helps too. Breathable helps too, but don't wear a mesh shirt like Ben used to in his teenage <laughs> years. Just just go with a classic loose fitting 
cool, like you know, a uh, uh, breathable T-shirt. Um, if you must, maybe throw on one of those uh, one of those collar shirts over it. But I really, if I were to do that, like Joel is right now, uh, I might wait to break out the collared shirt until after you've arrived. Because like if mm. at New York, for example, uh, you're not going to get a parking space right at the Javits unless you're paying no, through you're your not. nose. Uh, for me, I park at the Port Authority. So when I walk to the Port Authority, I'm walking a good like four to ten blocks. If I'm doing that, short blocks, but still a, a little ways, uh, I'm a big guy and I'm going to sweat. So I'm mm-hmm. going to need like, and if I'm, if I'm going to impress, if I'm going to sweat through my shirt, I may need either a new shirt or I may need oh, yeah. some kind of coverage, and that may, that requires the, the collared shirt. Put that into another thing you might going to need, a backpack. But we'll talk yes. about that in a little bit. A bag is a lifesaver. A bag is a lifesaver. We'll get into bags in a minute, but let's stay on topic. Uh, I didn't mean to derail us, but I do, you know, but we, we want to stay in this wheelhouse. So, yeah, loose, loose and comfy. Uh, when it comes to, to pants, honestly, you know what's funny? Like, I, I always my standard, which has been forever, uh, has been jeans and a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. But if it's gonna be warm, and you should always do a weather forecast every single time. And by the way, like it you, was in Philly, it was humid as sin. It was humid. It was humid as sin. Um, I wore cargo shorts on the Saturday, and I'm so glad I did because it got humid. And as humid as it was outside, it got even more humid when you're in a room full of people. Because the body heat, that's the thing that gets you. Some convention centers, they try and keep it as cold as possible on the inside, but the body heat's what gets you. Exactly. And it is not a dry heat. So, you know, Mm-mm. I'd say cargo pants. Uh, I know Tiffany was pointing out, she was like, don't wear those when you are <laughs> moderating your panels. When I moderated the Kevin Conroy <laughs> panel, if I'd shown, if I'd rolled up in cargo shorts, there's only really one heavy set, bearded Jersey nerd that can probably get away with that, and mm. it ain't me. And he's uh, made some movies. He's made some movies. He's got the clout to, do, to pull it off. And even then, the paparazzi makes fun of him. So, like, I'd say if you're gonna wear your cargo shorts, but you need to be presentable and professional, bring a pair of pants with you in your backpack which we'll so talk don't about. wear my hockey jersey i would I, you know what's funny like the hockey jersey not so bad in terms of like if you're not dressing to impress remember mm. one guy can get away with that yep. and even then it's debatable so if you're dressing to impress i would not go with the hockey jersey but if you're just going to be comfortable i'd say bust out the hockey jersey why not not bad at all i feel that if you wore the hockey jersey of the corresponding beloved local team you might actually impress a few people this is true yeah if you are like for example i remember uh when i when i battled um dan merle in the screen junkies movie fights live show at wizard world philly uh we had to choose. He had to, he had Rocky. I had Arnold Schwarzenegger, and we were in Philly, so I lost. If I had worn a Flyers shirt, maybe I might have gotten a little bit more street cred. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, I got some Eagles merch while I was there from their whole big Super Bowl win. I've been wearing it on videos. I have been getting so much love by Phillians and Phillies. It's amazing how much they love their team. They do. So, yeah, I guess if you're looking to manipulate your crowd, you may want to, like, invest in a in a local sports team shirt. Because here's the thing. When it comes to comics, we're all on the same team. Uh, I, I'd say if you are looking to impress anybody or if you're looking to, like, bust out your nerd cred in a way that isn't showy and obnoxious, maybe break out that T-shirt that has a character on it that you never get to wear or you're like, yeah. it's, too, it's too esoteric or that's too off the wall. It's going to, like, confuse and annoy people who I work with. I'll never be able to get away with this there. You can get away with the con. For example, I have the swell 
a bright blue tick shirt from mm. Fox Kids from back in the day that I saw. I think it was in a JCPenney off the rack. And I was like, oh, I'm getting this. I still have it. And, it, and I wore it to New York Comic Con, I think, year two. And I got at least four offers to buy the shirt off my back. Nice. I, I refused all of them. I love my shirt. I've, I've had a similar story. I have, of course, my retro original Superman shirt that I bust out on all those occasions, too, to yeah. which even I stump people like Benny, where it's like, what the hell logo is that? I'm like, it's the original one. Yeah. The most original one. Exactly. That's the Siegel Schuster, baby. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you get to, you, you can, you can, you can bust that out. But remember, if it's tight, if it's uncomfortable, if you know, if you can't stand to wear it on a car ride, or you can't stand to wear it for like a couple of hours, don't bring it to the car. Leave it at home. Leave it at home. Uh, maybe find a replacement at the convention. <laughs> Lord knows they'll probably have them. Yeah, but if you are Styling going... is there. Superhero stuff is there. All the big shirt companies are there. Exactly. If you are going as a professional, though, uh, dress to impress. Dress professionally. Uh, what is professional attire? Well, uh, depending on what you're doing there uh, really determines what you should be wearing. I find that if you are going in a professional capacity, the most neutral type clothing, usually without some kind of logo, without a kind of character, because you never know if you're going as like a, a personality or an influencer and you don't know what they're going to ask you to, to go on. Let's say that like you're there and you're going to moderate the Batman panel with Kevin Conroy, like I do. Uh, and they, you know, that might make sense to wear a Batman shirt. But what if in the same day they ask you to moderate the Chris Claremont panel? Mm. Yeah, the yeah, Batman shirt's showing... going to be a little dicey. So yeah, you're showing favoritism and you don't want to do that. So you may want to like err on the side of caution. What I did, which was kind of funny, was I have a collared overshirt that is Batman themed. So I could ditch that when I did the uh, when I would do another panel if I were to do it, which I didn't. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to being professional, dress to impress, dress professionally. Um, remember, business casual is the way to go. I would not mm. wear dress shoes. I would not wear a suit. If I would to bring like one of those blazers, like I've seen a lot of people do, like where they're like, I have a t-shirt that says like, you know, I'm like donuts forever. And I got a blazer that goes over it. Uh, first of all, I think those are kind of out nowadays. But secondly, um, if you are going to do that, throw the blazer in your, in your backpack because mm. you don't want to sweat through that thing on the way over there. No, no, you do not. I have several blazers. I was actually thinking what I'm going to wear for my panel. Like it's a blazer too much. Right. And it depends. Like, and it really like, if the other thing is you need to make sure the blazer goes with whatever you're wearing. Absolutely. Um, you know, you don't want to wear like a blue blazer with blue pants. It would just, no, no. Yeah, uh, that's too much. But you also don't wear to wear like a black. It, it really depends. The, the, the thing you could do, and this is, there's nothing, there's no shame in this also is do your own little fashion show at home. Yeah, go, do like, I look stupid in this? <laughs> yeah, like, d put together your own outfit. Like, it, there's nothing wrong with putting together an outfit, especially if the ad outfit is, like, a T-shirt and jeans or a T-shirt and cargo shorts or a T-shirt and overshirt and cargo shorts and shoes. Like, put together, mix and mash, try them out, because the last thing you want to do is go, like, all right, I'm dressed to impress. Then you go there and you see exactly what somebody else has that you could have put on, and you're like, oh, he yeah. looks great. <laughs> that's a, that's always the worst feeling and i do that anyway when i pack to go just to make sure i have enough outfits for the show itself yeah uh i noticed somebody asked about hats uh the hats are debatable i have a real problem with hats but that's really a hang-up of mine it has no bearing on you it's no offense to you uh but it depends uh i would not wear a big obnoxious sombrero or a cowboy hat mm. unless it was part of your cosplay and even then you got to consider when you're doing cosplay or when you're doing anything in a crowded area consider your audience there's gonna be hundreds of people elbow to elbow surrounding you uh 
if you're yeah. if if you're gonna get your shit knocked off or if you're gonna like be in the way, you might want to consider scaling it back a little bit. Unless you're gonna be one of those Absolutely. cosplayers that hangs out outside all day. That's true, which they do a great job. I, I'm a bad person to ask about hats too, because I don't know if you've noticed that I have a giant freak head. I need a double XL in hats when I get a hat, so I don't wear hats to begin with, so I can't tell you about hat etiquette. No, I, I if I were to put on a baseball cap, I would look like a 10-year-old boy, and mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. I also think that like after a certain age, like eh, there's very, very few people who can pull off the, ba- the, ba- the baseball cap. It's it's rough. Some people can, and if you can, more power to you, sir. Exactly. If you can pull off the baseball cap and you know it, feel free. If that's part of your accoutrement, like I got a buddy who I went to college with who wore the, this, this one baseball cap all the time. He is synonymous with that cap. He could have gotten married in it, and I wouldn't have batted an eye. <laughs> uh, if he were to go like, should I wear this hat at the con? I would blink and be like, what are you talking about? This is your hat. If you pull off a hat, like I wouldn't necessarily go like, I'm going to blaze a new trail at the convention. Like, mm. you know, if, if you want to like, if you want to try out a new outfit, I wouldn't at the show because mm. again, that breaks a couple of our cardinal rules of like not having un- basically bringing unfamiliarity to the show. Cause like you're already yeah. going to an unfamiliar space. You might want to feel at least comfortable in your own skin. It's so, like no new Absolutely. shoes, no new shirts, or at least if you're, they are new, break them in or wash them first. Yeah. Also, Hey, Dr. Scholes are your friends too. If that's something you think you need. Yep. Get you some Dr. Scholes. Yes. If he, yeah, I, I, have, I always break them out. Even though I don't necessarily need them on a day-to-day basis, I know that I'm going to be on my feet more than most people and more than I ever do on a regular basis. So I always break out a new thing of Dr. Scholes uh, mm-hmm. or some variant thereof. I know that like if you go to Walmart, you can, sit, you can, you can put your feet and get like uh, athlete's foot on those things that like yeah. measure your feet. Um, but I, I would just investigate uh, in getting like some cheap off-brand inserts for your shoes if you're just a little if you're a little worried about it get them if you're very worried about it get professional grade but if you're a little worried about it never hurts because here's the thing if you're like this is uncomfortable it sucks you take them out you throw them out and you take your chances but you know it's just like blisters can and will ruin your day and i remember by the end of new york more walking that i was used to doing in a pair of shoes that were near the end i was limping when i was leaving new york because i had like friggin baseball sized blisters on my toes just from the nonstop walking by sunday my feet will hurt like never before and i will be very Mm. careful i've done this a lot it will always hurt um, but always take pain with your body seriously. Never go like, yeah. well, Sal says his pain is his feet hurt every year and he's been doing it for 10 years. Like mm-mm. go to the doctor if you're having a problem or if you're worried about it, like take care of yourself. Yeah. By the way, after a show and you're home and you're comfortable, uh, dip your feet in an ice bath to yes. like relax them and get them back to at least some, some kind of working order. Don't like, don't neglect your feet. You, you, you stand on those. They are mm-hmm. essential to walking. So don't like take them for granted, you know? Yeah. Anyway, I know that this seems like kind of silly, but like it's something to think about. It's something to consider every time you're getting ready because like you're so excited about the show, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you're not really thinking about anything other than going to the show. You're not preparing, you you're not preparing to prepare what you need to do. Yeah. So. Uh, when it comes to that, uh, I guess we can transition to hygiene. It's a much shorter conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you got? Uh, again, yeah, I mean, all basic hygiene rules apply, especially, again, if you're like me and you're probably traveling, you're probably staying in a hotel, 
you want your travel toothpaste, you want your travel mouthwash and shampoo and deodorants and everything else. They they seized my mouthwash at the airport when I was coming to Philly, but you bet your ass I was up at 7 to go to the 7-Eleven to get myself a new mouthwash because I didn't want smelly-ass breath yep. when I'm meeting new people. Yep. Uh, when it comes to your hygiene, I mean, like, you're going to be meeting new people, and kind of the big point of going to a convention with thousands of people is to do just that. You want to meet as many people as you can. You want to make good impressions. You want to, like, form relationships. The dude I met at Five Guys came to our Zap show, which isn't technically a con, but it was a live performance at a, con- at a comic book store. Um, he said that the people he met, a bunch of them that he met at the show, he actually is still friends with, and they communicate. Aww. Like, they've created their own little, like, like click out of that That's nice so like cons are a great opportunity for you to like make friends and influence people and the surest way to damn your chances of that is by smelling terrible either yeah. out of your mouth or off your body uh people mm. are more willing well you know i'm not even gonna pick and choose i'm just gonna say here's the deal if you're worried about like uh halitosis or gang or, or gingivitis go to the, 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 the and you've been putting it off great opportunity to go to the dentist <laughs> It's true. Good, do a cleaning. Get find out what the problem is if there is a problem. But otherwise, uh, floss and brush every single day, uh, before and after. I would not floss and brush and then have like a, a you know a garlic bagel right before the show. Uh, <laughs> That's the thing. You, you know who actually had a great idea that I think I might steal? Dylan. He had like one of those little uh, things filled with mints and everything. I'm like, ah, that's smart so you can up your breath throughout the day. Good idea. It's true. The Altoids are a good investment to make, but I wouldn't use them in substitution because yes. you want to start at 100. You don't want to start at like 50% and then be like, but I'll just add shit to it. So you smell bad plus Altoids. Like it, yeah. And hope that one outweighs the other and that the one that outweighs the other isn't you. Uh, so definitely do that. But always, you know, brush and, brush and floss, uh, use mouthwash. Uh, don't forget to brush your tongue and scrape it with one of those like, you know, tongue mm-hmm. scrapers. Uh, it's always helpful. Um, I only mention that because like, Sometimes you never know when you never know who's going to tell you something you've never thought about, you've never considered. Absolutely. And tongue brushing and stuff that is a big help, in, and especially if you do it for longer and longer periods of time. Uh, before sure we is. jump into the rest, I wanted to address the super chats because I've been neglecting those. Heartless Fang asking, "What do you guys look forward to most at cons? The stuff you can buy, the creators of the people, or or the people? Should you roll with a group at Comic Cons or solo?" Joel, I want you to answer this question first, or multiple questions first. I mean, rolling with a group certainly helps. I know every time I've done it, as I said, I'm either, you know, uh, going to a city that I don't live or I'm going to a country where I don't live. So having people to be able to show me around and, you know, people I can hang out with is great. It's definitely the feeling of camaraderie that I certainly enjoy the most, you know, hanging out with people who I maybe only see at cons is a really nice thing. Outside that, of course, you know, now that I do do this professionally and I do maybe have a little bit more pull getting to talk to writers and artists and maybe having them tell me a thing or two that maybe they shouldn't tell me, but they felt, you know, more comfortable in letting a thing or two drop. That feels pretty nice too. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think when it comes to going with a group, always go with at least one person. And Mm. the reason I say that is because I've met a lot of people who go by themselves because they don't have an opportunity to go with anybody else. And if that's the case, if you have no other opportunity but to go by yourself, Definitely take that opportunity. But I find that a lot of us are 
awkward and uncomfortable. And that's not a dig. I'm that way too. Trust me. Even oh, me. Yeah. Like I'm on camera, but like, yeah, I'm on camera alone or with my best friends. Uh, so I'm awkward and uncomfortable. And when I'm alone at a show, it sucks because I'm like, uh, when is my opportunity to talk? Who am I going to talk to? How am I going to approach? instantly become wallflowers? Exactly. We're, we go back to high school prom. So like, mm-hmm. it, it's it, that other person really helps to take you to bust you out of your shell, even if it's somebody you do, like who doesn't really like comics or doesn't want to go. Like, mm-hmm. uh, the problem you find, I think, is when you bring somebody who like doesn't want to go and then tries to get you to leave early. That's the sucky part. But then you can <laughs> Which always be I've like, done that too. But you could always be like, yo, you know what? Like, actually, now that we both have gone and we, I've found my niche or my groove you can get out of here and i'll do my thing but uh i find going with a group is always more advantageous because you get an opportunity to really like uh feel feel comfortable in a new space and also like it's more fun to eat with people than alone. absolutely um We'll get into I was going with people who smoked, which is always the problem. So they would always be leaving every 10, 15 minutes to go smoke, and I'd have to find them again. I will say, if you do go with a group or with a couple people, with one person, uh, don't be afraid to set up uh, ground rules or work out. Like, number one, you want to work out, like, coordinating where you're going to meet, when you're going to meet, what you're mm-hmm. going to do, plan your meals. Uh, oh, but yeah. also, don't be afraid to be like, yo, I'm going to go check out this thing, and I'll see you at this place at this time. Because number one, your phone's gonna go is gonna fail you. Uh, so yes. Too many people in one space, you're not. They're all gonna drown your network. It's not gonna work. You don't feel the vibration if it's on vibrate. So just be like, uh, here's a here's a you know we'll go to the Chevy booth at three. See you there. But don't be afraid to be like, hey yo yo yo, this only happens once a year. I want to do this or I want to see that. Don't be afraid mm-hmm. to set your like to to set your. Your, your, your ground rules and your boundaries and be like, yeah. I really want to do this. And, you know, I, you, and don't assume it's somebody being like wishing you harm. Just be like, you know, yo, by the way, we, we're having a good time, but I want to do this right now. Yeah. If you don't want to do that, that's cool, but I'm going to go do it. Uh, yeah, ha- having a meeting yourself. place too is also nice. You know, be sure to say, hey, remember, we parked in the itchy lot. Exactly. Out of the two lots. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, so, what do I look forward to most at cons? I think it's, I think it's a combination of things. I think it's meeting the audience now, now that I have one. Uh, it's amazing meeting people who actually like watch the channel, uh, you know, pose for selfies and whatnot. Um, that's something really fantastic. But for me, uh, it's just kind of like being there. Yeah. And seeing the creators is cool. And especially if I have a creator that really, really matters to me, which there are those, but the ones that I'm like looking for usually aren't there. Uh, but like, yeah, I would say like, it's a combination, but it's mostly just the experience of going. It's like mm-hmm. taking a minute and going to a place that you like. It's so rare that you find someone or a group of people who speak your language. Absolutely. And it's kind of cool, even though like we all live online, we have like subreddits and groups and message boards and like discord chats, but like it's cooler to, it's always like a very singular experience. To just go someplace and be surrounded by it. Uh, so that that's kind of my answer. Um, yeah, it's it's the community of exactly. it. Uh, Forgotten Cami, a uh, longtime listener of the podcast, but first time being able to catch it live. Just wanted to say thanks for all the great content. You guys are awesome. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Forgotten Aww. Cammy. Uh, Thank Mr. You. Giggles, thought, uh, thoughts about a camel backpack pack for a con? Mm. Uh, I've never used it, but Ben has used them before. The thing about the camel backpack is really just like you need to drink at the show. Yeah. So either whether you bring a camel backpack or you bring a bottle of water or four bottles of water or an empty bottle of water that you fill up at the, at the uh, water fountain, but don't do For that because sure. then you're waste you know you're filling up time. 
uh, you should always drink more than you think you need to. Yes, hydration is super important because as we said, you're going to be walking, you're going to be sweating, you're going to be losing your electrolytes and everything else. And, you know, hydration, if you get dehydrated, it'll make you feel sick, it'll make you feel dizzy, make you pass out, which you don't want. That'll ruin your good time. Exactly. You don't want to be the guy who passed out at the con. Uh, no. Or the other guy who passed out at the con. But drink mm-hmm. water, but ladies and gentlemen, not just not just your favorite drink. Just just drink water. Uh, bring water, and, yes. and and when you think to yourself like, either you get like dry mouth, or you're feeling a little dizzy, or you're getting like, or you, you have shortness of breath, drink some water. Yes, take always a, a good idea. Uh, but pace yourself. Uh, Cam, is it worth haggling with vendors at cons? Yes, emphatically, oh, yes, it is. Uh, the trick is to know when to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it works out where you can go the first day and you can haggle with the create with with vendors. But for the most part, here's the thing: all the prices are built have have built in haggling to them. So if you see mm-hmm. a, if you see a statue that is fifty dollars more than you find online, that's because they're expecting people to haggle with with them. Um, yep. And those who don't tolerate it are in the wrong place. Boy, are they. You know, the people who, like, you go and you're like, hey, uh, would you take this? And they go like, oh, no, price of firm. Whatever's on the thing is, is what is what it is. They, they don't know. They're, it's probably their first show. But don't don't waste your time with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you wait to the last day, that's when the real good haggling opportunities come in because they got to pay to take all that stuff back with them. So it's in their best interest to liquidate their stock as soon as possible. Exactly. So you really you, you should take the opportunity to 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 haggle, even if it doesn't work out. You know, it's, it's kind of like uh, like like practicing asking a girl out where it's like yeah. even if they say no the fact that you took the uh, the initiative and you tried it out and you put yourself out there should feel good even if it's a rejection so you know apply that same token to your haggling experiences where you're like it's, it, it, it's a muscle you got to work it out exactly. work it out and, and some some tactics work better than others i found that being a dick never works so no. always try a more a softer <laughs> approach you can catch more flies with honey than vinegar certainly mm-hmm. so you know be be cool uh, I would look up a couple of tactics. I would ask your friends. I'd try them out, test them out, see how it's going. But uh, but overall, you're, there's no uh, there's no better education than actual practical application. So Indeed. Uh, and Will, I am golden. Joel, are you going to New York Comic Con? Uh, I was going to, but then Philly happened, and then London happened, and I'm like, well, what, something's got to give as much as I would love to go to New York. I probably will go to New York. Maybe not for the New York Comic Con. Maybe go to not peak time. Maybe go for some other event in the near future. I'm that thinking. That makes sense. <laughs> but I would definitely like to go back because loved the city, loved the show. I hope I can go again. Definitely, it's one of the biggest shows in the in the country. So and it's amazing. It's true. Uh, so back to hygiene. Uh, shower every day. Yes. Every day. Yes. Not twice a day. Doubt. Just every day, whether it's the night before or the morning of. Shower every day. Don't go, well, I showered on Thursday, and I'm going on Saturday, so I think I'm good to skip Friday. Shower every day. You're walking a marathon every day. You will be gross. Does that mean use the shampoo every time and ruin your hair? No, I'm just saying clean yourself properly every single time. Don't be funky. Yes. Uh, If you know that you're a sweaty person and you're going to destroy your shirt, bring another pair of clothes. Either it's a new shirt. Bring a pair of un- bring if you're if you're the kind of person who like needs this like bring a pair of spare of underwear but like yeah bring spare whatever you run through if you are running a marathon 
Absolutely. Socks, underwear, shirt, whatever. There's going to be an opportunity for you to go to the bathroom and change. And no one's going to be like, yo, this guy's changing to the bathroom. As long as you're not being a psycho about it, you'll be fine. <laughs> you're not the only one. Also, hey, little talcum helps too here and there. Just just saying that if you need it. And again, as a sweaty gentleman myself, and you've seen me do this, oh, hey, look, I got one of those free hotel towels there. Dab, 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 dab. Yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, also, they sell uh, super cheap travel size deodorant this big mm-hmm. uh my my brand is uh, old spice so oh. like but but antiperspirant and deodorant combo little like this big pops right into your backpack as we talked about mm-hmm. we'll get to the backpack soon but uh pop it in your backpack anytime you're thinking like i smell something i've smelled at the same time in six different locations of the show that you put yes. it on don't Not stop and you. put it on right there go to the bathroom have some decorum but uh yes please but bring your own deodorant i do that and I think it's the way to do it. Also, uh, this is something that Ben does. Uh, I don't do it every time, but I do uh, appreciate that he brings it, and I appreciate it when he offers it sometimes. But uh, a little bit of antibacterial gel goes a long way. Uh, I'm that guy, too. I carry that around as well, because con crud and con sickness is also real. you yes. got to watch out for little that. little capsule about this big, little dab once in a while. Not every time. Just a little bit. Just go like, oh, it's been about four or five hours. I probably touched about a thousand things at about 600 mm. people. Guess I'll uh, yep. dab that on little bit um then you're touching your face and you're eating it's just it's not a good scene it's not a good scene um so when it comes to uh hygiene any other uh items we need to hit before we move on to the next topic i mean yeah i think you basically covered it do everything you would do at home but do it to the nth degree both for yourself and for the hundreds of people that are going to be around you and sharing your space for the next exactly three or four think days. about you at your grossest what put you there what did you do to remedy it? How would you change that? And then assume it's going to happen because it will. Yeah. Uh, yep. Am I saying bring a little like kit? Maybe actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I I might like I would, I would keep it in its own package and put it in your backpack. Um, but that's just a way to kind of like be considered about people around you. Uh, Absolutely. So yeah. Uh, so moving on to the next item, I think it's stuff to bring. What do you bring mm. into the show? Uh, this really depends on you and what you want to make your con experience about. Yeah. If you're going for the first time, uh, I would research everything, whether it's yep. creators, guests, panels, find out mm-hmm. what matters to you the most, and then create your own schedule. Uh, do not rely on the app. The app will fail you no. every single time. The app's a good place to start, but it is not there to help you all the time. No, you plan around the app, but you use the app to kind of like create a schedule if there is no schedule or if you're like if you don't care about panels it's a it, it's it's a freebie like it's a free it for really all. is but if you do care about panels plot your entire experience around the panels you write down like what yes. time they are plan on being there anywhere between an hour to, ha- to 20 minutes before the show and the reason why i Absolutely. say that is because it depends on what how big the show is it's true and scout it out too is the other thing don't be afraid to walk around and scout this stuff out i have to do that because i naturally get lost every friggin' where i go so i where I'm going to begin with yeah, to no, help me out. It, it, it does not hurt if the first thing you do with the con is just walk the whole floor. Yep. Like, hit the whole floor. Go And make like either mental notes or literal notes in your phone. Your phone is going to be fantastic for, give, for a resource for you to keep track of everything. What booth did you see that thing at? How much was it? Can you price check? Take pictures of everything. We'll get to that in a minute. Yes. But, uh, but use your phone as a resource. You know, I have a, I have a great app. It's called Keep. 
It's Google mm. Keep. Uh, Keep Notes, actually. And it has like cool. a gazillion different great things on there. Uh, it has bullet point mode and it has ta- notes mode. Uh, you can write on it. You can also take pictures. And, and it's a great way to like keep everything kind of car- compartmentalized. This will be a great way for you to be like, okay, this panel's at 3. This panel's at one thirty. This panel's at 10.30. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be here, 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 and here. This show's huge. It's got It's a Jeff Johns, like, you know, one-on-one panel. Everyone's going to go to that. I should get to there first. Yeah, you should. Um, and then plot around that. Speaking of phones, too, this is an idea that I actually got from Tiff. I saw her doing it in New York, and I'm like, this is brilliant. Why don't I do this? Bring an external power source with you because your phone will die if you're taking pictures and videos and running everything else, as I tend to do there. You want some extra power because you're not just going to be able to plug in anywhere. Yes. you. If, if your phone has the ability to bring to swap out batteries, charge up all the spare batteries you have, bring them all with you, uh, throw those in your bag. Uh, if they don't, you bring the portable charger, you bring a, ca- you bring a cable. Uh, you might even want to bring a wall charger or wall attachment yeah. because you never know. There might be an opportunity that you found or maybe you know somebody at a booth or maybe you find an opportunity with a wall uh, or you're sitting in one spot for a very long time and you found a pet in an outlet. Sometimes there's outlets on the floor. Uh, Sometimes you can't find them if you look for them. You plug that thing in and you give yourself, you buy yourself some extra time. But you do want to keep your phone charged uh, because your phone, like I said, is an invaluable resource. It's going to be your camera. It's going to be your uh, way home. It's going to be your like, yes. your your lifeline to everything so keep that thing charged. especially for me too if i'm traveling to another country and again it's like i promise people that oh i'll call them at this time to let them know i'm still okay yeah and work that into your schedule where you're like okay i'm gonna bring i'm gonna use my phone and just like kill the battery until it's mm-hmm. done because i know that i'm gonna be at this panel for like an hour because if yeah. that's the case you use your phone as you know as much as you would then you go to the panel pl- turn off your phone because it's already dead plug it in let it charge up for about an hour or two and then you're ready to and then you're back to, back in business hell if you're near an outlet you can plug up you can plug in your charger or whatever and you can like give your charger a rest plug your phone into the wall you never know sure but can. like Bring those things. They don't take up a lot of space. A portable charger, no. a cable, a, a battery attachment, or a wall attachment, that's all you need. Mm. But bring that shit. May- bring two. You know, you it's, know, it's a must. Yeah. It is a must. Um, when it comes to creators and stuff, most creators, unless they're really old, don't <laughs> charge for autographs. True. Um, so... If you want your uh, if you want your books signed, for the most part, comic book creators do not charge for autographs, unless you do one of the two things. Uh, either you're going to sell the book and it's obvious, or mm-hmm. you're going to have like a thousand books signed. Yeah, sign um, my entire run. Yeah, for one thing, don't do that. Uh, for another, you know, like they know and they find it obnoxious. They would much rather sign if you want to impress them. It's one thing to say, I have your entire run at home. This book in particular means a lot to me, and I'd like you to sign it. That means way more than being like, I have your entire run right here in this hand truck, and I'd like you to sign every single one of them. Please uh, give yourself carpal tunnel signing all of these. That will kill That will kill you any experience you might have had with them. Uh, the creator then like kind of dismisses you and goes like, okay, this person wants me to be a machine, and these other people want to have a genuine human connection with me. Um, so... You yeah. know, I would say if you like look at your look at your list of creators, go like, who do I want to say something to mm-hmm. and who do I want to get something from? And yes, that could be a signature. It could be a genuine experience. You never know. But like kind of have an idea in your head, make a list and bring those particular books or items that you want to bring and make sure it's like scaled down. 
uh, I would bring them every single weekend or every single day until you get it signed and then and then bring it home and and yep. leave it there. Uh, it's true. But don't plan on being like, okay, well, I'm going on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. The creator's supposed to be there all three days. I don't. I will not bring the book for the first two days because I know they're going to be there Saturday. Yeah. You never know when you're going to see them. You never know when they're going to be really busy or when that line's going to be crazy. Bring it every single time. Uh, one thing that I have invested in is, uh, and your your store might be able to sell these, uh, they're little black comic book sized boxes. Mm. They're rigid boxes that have a Velcro on them. They fit about like, good. I don't know, a dozen books or something like that. Uh, that's Those are great because they keep the books uh, intact and they're compartmentalized. You can shove them right into your backpack. Uh, so bring what I would say is some comics. Um, yeah. if, if you are looking to get like a poster or an original piece of art, I would be careful. Like I would be like, yeah. Like we have a, I have like a tube that I bring that yeah, yeah. that I roll up the posters in. Uh, yeah, uh, I would do something to keep it in a protective case. The uh, the plastic sleeves that your posters or original art go in, they're great. But where the hell am I going to put this thing now? Absolutely. Uh, so I find rolling them kind of helps, uh, particularly if I'm going to have them framed. So yes, which is what you want with some of these. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah. And then, of course, the all-important backpack, which we have not talked mm. about yet. Uh, the backpack is something that you need to be very careful with, particularly um, you want it to be as empty as possible, but you also want it to have all the most important essential items in it. Uh, the reason why I say that is because you don't want to be that guy. Remember going to high school or middle school? Oh, yeah. And there was that kid who didn't trust the locker. Maybe it was yep. you. Uh, because I know it was my friend. Uh who didn't trust his locker, so he put every single book and every single item he needed in his backpack. And his backpack was this thick from his back to the other side of the of the hallway. Has that guy's spine today? <laughs> right? I, you know, I mean, he, he eventually stopped. It took four years, but he did stop doing that. But, like, you are, you're one person. You're filling a space that is not designed for that many people, regardless of what the fire marshal says. Yeah. Your backpack's hitting other people, bumping into people. It's a dick mm. move. Also, you never know, like, who's a jerk and is going to, like, open your backpack, take yeah. something out of it. You want to keep your backpack loose and comfortable and light. Also, on the uh, off chance that you see something really cool that you want to buy, and then you throw yes. it in your backpack. Now, it's way better if, like, at the start of your show, your backpack is loose and thin and empty. And then by the end of the show, it's full. Because then you yep. know that by tomorrow, it'll be empty again. And it's full of really cool stuff. And you had an opportunity to, like, carry this stuff without, like, overloading your arms and, yep, you know, yep. being, you know, being encumbered. So mm -hmm. a backpack's a good move. But uh, I would also wear it and check it out, test it out, make sure it's not uncomfortable. Uh, I've worn a variety of backpacks, school bags, uh, those, like, over-the-shoulder, like, like uh, messenger bags. Mm, that's what I have. sucks. It hurts. It's heavy. It just digs into one shoulder. You switch shoulders. It doesn't. No. You need it. You need the. You need the over the shoulder to to strap bag at the very least. Uh, I've had the same messenger bag forever. It's more like a laptop bag. I think I've had it longer than I've had any other bag. The reason I choose it and the reason that I'm team messenger bag is because of the sorting functionality it has in there. I can put my book there. I can put my charger there. Yeah. It's got a little thing on the outside for my water, and if I want, I can hold it. Like a suitcase, I can hold it this way, that way, it's under my arm, and again, making sure no one's going in and out of it. That's yeah. my way. Again, you're probably right. I probably should invest in a, an actual backpack that I can use, but I haven't been able to find any I like. No, that's true, and that, that's the thing. Like, you got to prepare. Like, that. that's – there's no – 
harm in like going like, wow, New York Comic Con was fun. I had a great time this week. That you know, it's it's now past. Plan for next year. Come up with your own list yeah. of like ways it could have improved. Like the parking was horseshit. I'm gonna invest in some other different plan, or like I'm gonna use public transportation, or those shoes did not work, or. I look at myself in pictures and that shirt was not very far. That was not as loose as I thought it was going to be, you know? So you, you plan around it and you, and you, and you, you adjust after like your, 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 your do's and don'ts and your tries and your fails. Uh, Most Mr. Roboto mentioning Comic-Con do shower Comic-Con don't uh, drink too much H2O. No, you should drink lots of water uh, because especially if you're a dude, like there's way more opportunity to pee. Like there really is. Uh, if you do, by the way, need to like deuce, do it at home. <laughs> yeah don't don't take your crap to my car yeah uh and that's really mostly for you actually than it is for me because like that's the worst is that feeling it of really like is. needing to do that and knowing you're gonna do it like surrounded by people and knowing that there's like desperately like 100 people trying to get in there like just just plan accordingly when it comes to like your oh, meals um, you know what i mean don't like don't uh fill up on like salads and whatnot because like you're gonna you're mm. gonna like faint and pass out but yes. like take take care of yourself i that that happened to me at Emerald City when we were all there, actually. We were manning the booth, and again, they kept giving us coffee and water and snacks and everything. And I, I'm only human, Sal. I can't <laughs> say no to these things. And I'm like, oh, God, I got to go to the bathroom. And I didn't know where it was. That's another important thing. Figure out where bathrooms are if you need to make yep. a quick escape. And I did. And again, I had to use the toilet, and it was this whole big thing. Hilariously, that was the same time. Uh, what is it there that all the cosplayers came in at once too so I'm sitting there looking for just like hey can I have a private moment here to myself in the stall they got freaking Doctor Strange and Beast Boy out there <laughs> trading makeup tips and I'm like guys this is not working for me yeah and they're all like nice stall number two yeah that's me um, yeah know your exits uh, you know plan accordingly I mean like you know you can ne- you, it doesn't hurt to learn everything you can about the show about the the location of the show, about the amount of people who are going to be there, and about your own limitations. Do you are you how are you with crowds? Mm-hmm. Because it's going to be one at yes. one point or another. Doesn't matter how careful you are. Doesn't matter how much access you have. You will be hit with a crowd. How are you yeah. with that? No, See like people. You know, be 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 real with yourself. Don't fool yourself. But also, like you know, I know you want to have a good time. You want to go. Make it so that you have the best possible time, and you don't go there and like go like, well, I had a great time, except that I had a tremendous panic attack. Yeah. You know? uh, so yeah, w- w- work work at uh, at these tips and many more. There's a lot more that we could have gone over, but we're we're getting to our time. Uh, but uh, you know, also, oh, the other thing, uh, bring cash. Yes, because not everyone takes debit, especially if you're an international traveler like myself. Your money's no good here, you quickly discover. Your plastic's no good. Yes, uh, there are more places than ever before who take plastic and have, uh, you know, have a have a square in their phone. Yes, Um, Wi-Fi sucks at a con. Boy, Uh, does it. GLTE sucks at a con. Uh, you're gonna be swiping forever. You're never gonna know how many times you got charged. You're never gonna like until you until it's too late. Um, mm-hmm, or, uh, if it goes through at all, money's always green. And the other thing about it is, uh, money talks. So like, let's say that you want this like statue. It's 200 bucks, and you go like, all right, I want it. I have. You're not. I'm not leaving the show without that statue. I'm spending the 200 dollars. You give them. You give them your card. It doesn't go through. Now you can't really negotiate. You can't wiggle room. But like. I got, I can, like, you go to that guy and you go, I want that statue. I've got, I'll give you $150 in cash. 
Yeah, cash money right now in your hand. Here it is, cash money. Cash money, that statue never made it home, and we didn't make the sale. You pocket that cash. Yeah. All bets are off. That came out of a warehouse. Mm. He doesn't have any, like, he doesn't care about that statue. He just wants it out. I don't have to carry it. I don't have to, like, and I don't have to, like, report it on my taxes. I just have $150 in my pocket. I don't know where it came from, honestly. Yep. That's the mentality you're dealing with here. So, like, money talks. Am I saying bring $1,000 in cash? No. no. I am saying, however, uh, when it comes to bringing cash, like, you know, plan accordingly. If you know you're going to spend a certain amount of money, maybe even, maybe portion it out, you know, like, and don't keep it all in one place. You know, some cash it's here, true. some cash there. I would know what you choose, want to spend. But, you know. Yeah, know what you want to spend. There are ATM machines there, but they're hard to find yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah, there are ATMs. They will charge you like four dollars, three fifty for 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 a convenience fee. They're also going to be crazy lines. Um, Absolutely. You know. And uh, yeah, so otherwise, uh, you know, as far as dues, take a ton of pictures. Even if you don't yeah. know if you're going to like have them printed or put them in your phone, take a thousand pictures. There's unlimited storage potential here. Mm. Take as many pictures as you can, then pick and choose. Go through them. Go on your, like, drop them all on your computer, sort through them, be like, oh, look at, like, these. I took I took 600 pictures. I have 24 really good ones. That's 24 great pictures that you have of this really fun Absolutely. experience. Um, and meet people. Like, talk to yes. people. I wouldn't be a creep if you get if you sense that vibe yeah. that people are like, I don't want to talk to you right now or ever. You know, be like, right on, and then move on. But like, that's the most important lesson, especially because there's a lot of cosplay stuff here, and there's the whole cosplay is not consent movement yeah, and everything. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. That's very important. Again, I would say basic rules of human decency apply in all settings, whether it's a con or not. Yeah, uh, honestly, like when it comes to cosplayers, uh, ask to take a picture every single yes. time, um, yep. unless they are standing in the lobby and there's a thousand photos being taken. You can drop yeah. in and take a picture with that it's fair game then. but if it's if it's you one-on-one -on -one, ask to take a picture if you want to take a picture with them err on the side of caution don't touch them yes uh, that's pretty good that's good for most people you know, find a pose you like where you're like haha <laughs> your hands are clearly visible and just like you know you, you know what my move is it's the spider-man thwips i always do that that's a good one unless i'm taking pictures with a fan in which case I will touch their back or put my hand over their shoulder uh, because I, I, you know, I'm nothing if not like against the hover hand. But uh, absolutely, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this one. I pull this one out a lot. The power fist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, pick a pick a pick a pose you like and go with that. Or you know, because you don't want to just put your hands in front of your shirt. But like, you know, maybe like a Superman pose. Just pick a pose go. that works for you when it comes to posing with cosplayers. Um, but uh, and they're all really cool people too. Again, you don't be afraid to start up a conversation. Wow, awesome blank. That's so cool. Can I get a picture? Exactly. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's that is the way to do it. If you did that every single time, you will not go amiss. If you if anybody says no, either they're they're desperately going someplace or they're yeah. or, or they're not in or they're doing something else. They have some other plans yeah. there. So uh, yeah, uh, for that I would say um, if you have any other questions, you know, leave them in the comments down below this video, and we'll mm -hmm. try to do our best to help you out. But otherwise, um, you know, there's plenty more videos where that came from. I think we also did something similar to this a while back, so you can always go back into our archives and check them out. Mm. Um, but otherwise, that's it. So we want to say good luck, good conning to you, and uh, mm -hmm. hopefully we'll see you at a show near you. Yeah. Huh.